Welcome to the MBS Show, episode number 12. I'm your host, Thomas Anzo. Joining me today is Daniel Anthony. What's up, everypony? So, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How was your day? My day was pretty fun, especially because I picked you up from the airport. That's an interesting story. Actually, it wasn't the airport. You found your way to KL. So, how did you find KL? It was interesting. Anyway, um, before I continue on with my story, we need to introduce the next host. Joining us today is Tashirina. Hey, everypony. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, we're doing fine. How are you? Not too bad. I had a very exciting day at the pony art meetup that we had over here at Australia. Can you share? Well, um, what happened was we went to the hall and we went there and there was a lot of art to be done. We had ponies set up for painting, but those were like G3 ponies. And then we had uh, little tutorials about how to take care of the ponies' manes and a little bit of how to draw and stuff as well. It was good fun. <laughs> Sounds like you have a productive day. It was very educational in that sense, yes. Hmm, would you able, be able to give us tuition when you come back? <laughs> I could try. Joining us today, we have a guest host, and here's Kelvin Chiu. Greetings. So, Kelvin, how are you? Fine. Never better. How was your day? I stayed at home, doing homely stuff at home in my house. Let me guess, did you do any homework? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we don't have homework anymore, we have assignments. Uh, uh, they can be done anywhere. So, this week's guest is... Hmm, this is strange. I don't see any guests. Do you guys see any guests here? He's sitting right next to me. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the founder and producer of the MBS show, Norman Sanzo himself. Woo. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I'm the guest for this week? Uh, how did that happen? It's simple. You're in my house, you play by my rules. Uh, okay, never mind. Let's move on to housekeeping. Um, Daniel, you want to take this? Yeah, sure, no problem. If you haven't heard already on Equestria Daily, the MBS show has officially been accepted into iTunes. Party cannon, Yay! every pony! Yay! The MBS show is now officially on iTunes. Now we can officially call ourselves a podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and give us positive review for the show. The link to the show can be found on the show notes, and if you can't open the link or have trouble, if you have an Apple device like an iPad or iPod Touch, you can access this show by going into the iTunes application and searching for The MBS Show. The result will be the first one that comes out. Yep, you'll see Norman's Pony Sona over there in the album art. You know what to do. Next up, The MBS Show got featured on Equestria Daily, nightly roundup number 320 in the podcast vlog section. So Norman, how do you feel about that? Squeal like a little girl. Yay. <laughs> that, 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 that definitely doesn't sound like a little girl. Can we right. try that again? <laughs> um, maybe later, when I'm giddy oh, and excited oh. like a little girl. Oh. He hasn't been warmed up yet. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm, I'm in Daniel's sound recording booth. I'm a bit nervous that the door might lock us in. Ah. <laughs> right. In case you're wondering why he said that, it's because a couple of episodes ago, I got locked in my own studio. Oh, <laughs> irony. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, I got no. I, I'm speechless, really. DQD featuring our show. Woo! I mean, you should be proud. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next topic. In the next topic is news time. In today's news time, Brony documentary in the works. In the recent Arwa Comic Con, John Delancey announced that he will be hosting a Brony documentary. The reason for this is he was unhappy with the way that the media was portraying the community, and he wants to do something about it. So if you want a little 
bit more knowledge and if you co- of course you know we most bronies would know this but in case you don't already know John Delancey is the voice behind the infamous Discord he's not really happy with all these rumors flying about true that so um guys um we have to move on to the next topic because it's related to this one Okay, the next topic is an update to John Delancey's documentary. This was posted just one day after he announced the documentary was going to be launched. So, okay. Um, and bronies work fast. Yeah. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Actually, okay. John Delancey isn't technically a brony. The reason why he's doing this, as stated by the director of the documentary, is that it's best to document bronies from the eyes of someone who's not a brony, someone who's new to this fandom who wants to explore it and see it. So yeah, that's basically why John Delancey, he said, was the best candidate for this documentary. Okay, anyway, um, he started a Kickstarter page asking for donations to fund the documentary. The goal is to reach 60000 US dollars. For donating to the documentary, donors will get certain bonuses. Yeah, the top one for donating 10000 US dollars would be dinner with John Delancey and you're allowed to bring a guest as well. Wow. Dinner with Discord. Exactly. Yes. You know, okay. you get to you get to drink a mi- chocolate milk of glass. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes. And the documentary is fully funded. Three days after launching the project, John DeLancey's Brony documentary hit the Kickstarter goal of sixty thousand US dollars. Three days, seventy-two hours. That's how long it took. Wow. <laughs> this is rare for us to get a uh, starting. Middle and end. In like, one podcast. Yeah. Usually you'd be like next week, okay, John Lance, he has raised 32,000. No. Suddenly he's already at 60,000. Probably still coming. This Wait. is the magic of friendship, man. So anyway, um, let's start from the beginning. Documentary bronies, John Lancey doing it. What's your thought about it? Well, it's John Delancey. Does anyone have any problem with that? I don't think so. Okay, moving on. Update. He needs uh, 60k for the Kickstarter page. What do you guys think about Kickstarter? Kickstarter is an awesome way of starting projects, especially for, you know, similar services that have run for, you know, uh, what's that other... Brony Thank You Fund and some other projects. It's a great way to start a series of donations because it includes perks for people who donate more. So I believe, yeah, it's one of the best places to begin working on a project like this. And mm. what better person to do it but John Delancey. True that. And the last one is documentary fully funded within three days. Tang, 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 tang. <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? Well, 60k within three days. Oh my god. You don't even get 60k within three questions of who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on the site, it's $61,049 with 739 backers. That would mean each person actually donated $82. Well, actually, there's somebody who donated 10 k Yeah, on an average, I mean. No, I mean, somebody really did donate 10 k He yeah. wanted to have that dinner with John Delancey. And my theory with that one is, either he's a hardcore Discord fan or he's a Q fan. Because John Delancey played the character of Q from Star Trek. So anyway, um, I help out. I donated 10 bucks. And my name may appear on the credits. Yay! Yay! Yeah. And then, you know, we'll be watching a documentary. We see Norman Senzo. Oh my god, that's my boss right there! Good on you, mate. Funny that uh, Daniel's mentioned the Brony Thank You Fund because we have an update on that. Daniel, you want to take this one? Hmm, the Brony Thank You Fund. Well... The, Bro- the Brony Thank You Fund attracted, as, you, as discussed in our previous episode, a bit of controversy because some people thought 14000 US dollars just to put an advertisement on TV that 
there might be a chance that you know the people who produce the show may not even see it because the hub does not air in Canada. So rumors, you know, said that it's a scam, it's not legit. The people on EQD got in contact with the hub asking them whether this is a legit fund. And yes, the hub replied, it is a legit fund. The things to be noted is that this fund has its own website. It's a registered non-profit. They have a cafe press page for you to get some of their swag as well. And the spokesperson has been selected for the commercial and it's Mary Ohman, an 18-year-old high school senior from Colorado. No, not the high school senior you see on Nine Gang, not that dude. And finally, William Anderson will select one lucky composer for the music for this advertisement. If you want to find out more about this, there are links to the sh- in the show notes to the Brony, Fun, the thank- Brony Thank You Fund page and the Brony Thank You Fund Cafe Press Shop. Even more outbreaks from the Brony Thank You Fund. The Brony Thank You Fund has decided on a charity to support for this project. And the charity that they are going to support is the Marine Toys for Tots Foundation, an IRS-recognized 501 copyright 3 not-for-profit public charity, is the fundraising, funding, and support organization for the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program. Also recently, one of the founders of the Brony Thank You Fund, James Turner, was contacted by Margaret Loesch, President and CEO of the hub. During the course of their conversation, she had suggested two minor tweaks that she thought might make the script even better. And this is from James Turner himself. The first tweak they suggested was to make the ad more representative of all MLP fans by opening with, Hi, we're fans of My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. And we'd like to say thanks. Rather than, Hi, we're bronies. We're not throwing out bronies though. It's now at the end of the ad. Um, and in quotation marks, and to the creators and writers for bringing a little more honesty, loyalty, laughter, generosity, kindness, and magic into the world for kids and bronies alike. The second tweet was to change the wording to acknowledge the contributions of all the creators rather than referring specifically to Lauren Faust. The links can be found in the show notes. And yeah, I'm just wondering what you guys think of this. Well, people thought this was a scam. Well, that was only part of the concern being a scam. The other part was people actually raising a thought that 14000 for an advertisement. Really? Why? It was something that we discussed in the last episode. And of course, some people, have got, if you're not you know, a hardcore brony and people, someone who is actually very into the show, you'll find it, you know, what on earth is up with you guys? Why are you spending 14000 when it could go to something better? And 14000 is actually a competitive price provided by the hub specifically for this project. I don't know, it seems like a good way to repay all the people involved in the project. True. And I think people who donated here will have their money segregated to Toys for Thoughts. What happened is that in excess of 14000 they collected much, much more than their intended target and they announced officially that all the funds that exceed 14000 will instantly go to charity. Yay! And people actually found a problem with that? Well, they found a problem initially with, first of all, Brony Thank You Fund. It didn't sound very legit on a first look, so some people questioned the legitimacy of the fund. Then second is people saying, really? 14000 can't we put that money somewhere else? It was a concern raised. It's a valid concern. But anyway, um, problem solved. We're going to get a commercial with Bronies, and let's move on to the next topic. Um, Kelly, yeah. why don't you handle this one? Lego Ponies is almost a reality. How many of you actually had uh, played with Legos? You know, we play on it, we play with it, we step on them. <laughs> true that, true that. Yeah, my accessories now, man. I wear Lego earrings. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, honestly, I still have a set uh, in my cupboard, you know. Well, when my parents gave away my entire Lego collection to our relatives for the younger kids to play with, I remember making my final Lego sculpture and putting it on display in my room. 
Oh. Okay. So、uh, anyway, way back when on episode eight, we covered on the li- My Little Pony Lego needing our support. So now the project is almost a reality, and and it, it has reached seven thousand and twenty-one votes, and it needs more to make it reality. Need your support. The link to the MLP Lego project can be found in the show notes, as usual. If I'm not mistaken, they're not asking for donations or anything, right? They're just asking for votes, a votes to show votes. that you know, Lego. Hey, we want ponies. They、yeah. have my vote. Yeah, because、um, if they want to make the whole Lego pony thing a reality, you need to reach 10k. So it's almost there. Ah. Well, what I'm thinking is like 7,021. I'm like. There's way more bronies than seven thousand twenty-one out there. Well, there's、Come、probably、on. a million. Of course. Yeah, I voted for it, and you need to go through the whole process of registering to Lego Kuso just to vote. And well, if you want Lego ponies, it's worth it. Why not? Yeah, I mean, you should vote, and then. Okay, I shall register、I、after、vote. this. <laughs> the links are in the show notes. So, what are you waiting for? Okay, on to the next topic. Anthony Bourdain did what? 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 Okay. What? Anthony Bourdain is one of the well-known Brony celebrities out there. Being the host of the show, Anthony Bourdain, no reservation, he gets to eat a lot of strange foods. Recently, he went to Finland where he tried horse meat. In one of the voiceover, he said, "So,、uh, Terence, let me try some horse meat, or is it pony meat?" Oh, Rainbow Dash, look at you now. Oh. Oh, no. And no, proceed to eat no, the. And proceed to eat the meat and sang the My Little Pony theme song. Links can be found in the show notes.、Uh, and you thought Grimdark was bad? No. This, this is just traumatizing. This I mean, makes Cupcake look legit. I mean, from a chef. When there was the big hype in US when they legitimized horse meat for sale in supermarkets, Bronies already, you know, got a little uncomfortable from that, and now Anthony Bourdain just made it canon. Oh my god! <laughs> so, right. I got no idea what to think of this. Anthony Bourdain, a chef, says thumbs up to this. I think so, or it's just a joke. Whichever one, it doesn't really matter because it refers to cupcake. We should give him a horse meat cupcake. See what he thinks about. So on to the next topic, guest time. Yay! In today's guest time, um, guys, I have no script for this one, so you guys have to wing it. Well, of course we have to wing it. You're right here with us today. Norman Sanzo has put in a lot of effort to get this show running. I still remember from the first time we decided to try and attempt a podcast. We called it the Bread Van. It was launched in Vincent's house. It was a 50-minute-long episode of Total Derp. Almost like the show. Yeah, but you know that episode was derailed to the max. You know, it starred Aaron, it starred Vincent, it starred Asman and Norman and me. So I'm the guest for this week. Any questions? No.、Nope. Okay, problem solved. <laughs> Yay!、No. I'm just kidding. Sit down.、Uh. <laughs> okay, so few questions from us here at the podcast. You know, being your co-host. We just want to know where did you begin? How did this all start? Well, I always wanted to do a podcast before this.、Um, I had I tried to do a gaming podcast, but in reality, I don't have any gaming friends really. I, well, I do have friends, but they're not well versed in English, so that idea went away. And then when I joined the MBS, and then I thought, hey, why not I try it with these guys talking about the show we love. I tried with Tash for the first time. It went well, but recording software derp, so that one was lost. 
Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and tried it with a medium for the first time, but that somehow derped and that was lost. And somehow we tried again with Emilio and, well, it went on. But there was this one thing with the first episode. It ran about 19 minutes long and for one week after that, there was no show. The reason for that is my sister had a wedding. So there was no show for the next week. After that, it ran like normal. Every week we had a show. Yeah, you know, we, we excuse you because you had to go to Cantalot for that. So, next did, they put, did they put on a big shield in the wedding room just to, you know, protect the place in case Changeling decided to come and crash the party? Well, almost did. Anyway, um, next question. So, um, just as mentioned earlier, we made it to iTunes, you know. So, being the producer in your position right now, how do you feel about that? Well, I'm quite surprised, really, because getting a show on iTunes, to me, that is not easy. Especially what you need to do at the back end. And I have to thank Daniel here for helping with the back end, with iTunes, because without him... There would be no iTunes. What? No, I'm not Steve Jobs. Well, I, the MBS show on iTunes. So, yeah, well, true. That, yeah. You guys are just trolling, right? It's okay. Well, you know, that's what, that's the part of the perk of being the producer. So, you know, you get friends who troll you and not, you know, just stay silent on the line, you know, especially sometimes during shows. There's some shows out there where I've seen, you know, especially people on the other end of the show, one guy's talking, the other ones are like, mm, ah, mm, yes. Mm. Mm, ah, yeah, 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 mm. So anyway, um, hey, yep. <laughs> so anyway, um, on to the next question. Uh, yeah, Kelvin, um, don't you have anything for me? Do you have any plans uh, for the future? Well, I do have one plan, and that's to get more popular brony guests onto the show. And, well, just make the show last for one year. Well, one year only? I mean, what I mean is try to record one year worth of episodes. Or like how Bronyville recently celebrated their yep. anniversary. Yep. Well, anyone from Bronyville, if you're listening to this, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. Okay, um, on to the next so, question. Okay, so, uh, you don't mind if I take this as well? Go ahead. Norman, so you're from Johor, and he's recently come down to KL. How do you find KL? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, it's not my first time in KL, but I find staying with Daniel really interesting. It's eye-opening. Anyone who stays with me says the same thing. Yeah, it's true that. If you can successfully navigate my house, you can solve any puzzle in Portal 2. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on a shirt? It sounds like it needs to be. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. <laughs> but anyway, um, being in KL for tomorrow's meetup, that's going to be exciting, and we're going to meet Joey. Um, yep, Joey. For those who do not know who Joey is, she's co-host for the MBS show. Um, she's well-known as Recycled Tiger on DeviantArt, and, well, actually not anymore. She changed her name to Melancholy Feeling. Uh, I'm not sure because... Uh, anyway, I'll try to put something in the show notes. Anyway, but um, the whole thing about me coming here is just to meet Joey live. Not to be with us for the show? Well, there's another bonus. Aren't you gonna stay for brunch? Well, I'll try, <laughs> but if I'm full, I won't. Okay. Might as well stay forever. <laughs> uh, no. If I stay here forever, I won't edit the show. So, Tash, any questions? So, Norman, what inspired you to do this podcast? Well, as I said before, it's um, it was inspired by... Well, did I say that? No, I don't think so. Um, well, what inspired me to do the show was after listening to Bronyville's podcast and thinking that, hmm, 
I should try my own because everybody I know on the MBS is really nice and cool. So I should try it. Oh, happy feelings mm. at that statement of everyone being nice and cool. Oh. <laughs> well, almost everyone. You know who you are that is not yeah. nice and cool. Well, bronies are technically 20% cooler than the rest of the public. True indeed. So well, I know, any other inspirations? Well, um, like I said before, I really wanted to do my own podcast. It sounded like fun. So I decided that MLP podcast would be fun. You know, actually, just want to ask, you know, out of curiosity, why did you want to do a podcast, you know, of all things? Why not a YouTube channel? Uh, why not something like, you know, something like how you know, those YouTube superstars like Nigga Higa has made it out very big because they had a YouTube channel. Why not something like that? Why did you in particular choose a podcast? Well, because I don't look good in real life. If you look at me in real life, you run away. Know that feel, bro. Know that feel. <laughs> My voice sounds sexy. Think yeah. John Delancey. So anyway, um, one more thing that inspired me or gave me the idea really to do the podcast was I wanted to feature MBS members with what they have, their talent they got. Because we on the MBS have a lot of wonderful talents. We got Joey, we got you, Tash, and we got Hazi, who's the admin for the MBS site. We got Jimmy Lee. Yeah, Jimmy Lee, who did that PMV about... The stars will aid in her escape. One of the most popular PMVs of all time. Yes, he's Malaysian. Yeah, and so on. Because most of us are not well-known outside of Malaysia. And even if we are well-known, people might think that we're from the States or somewhere not in Malaysia. So my goal is to promote almost everyone in Malaysia to the world. So any more questions? I bet you have questions from the group on Facebook. So first up is Mohammad Azizi. And he's asking, how and when do you came up with the idea to make this show? Well, okay, um... How, like I said, got inspired by the Brony Show, wanted to promote MBS members to the world. And when? I think the idea came around January after... It was actually in February, I remember, because it was no, no. doing Art Jam. No, that one... Really? Yeah, Art Jam was in February, and you ah. know, we decided to do that first Bread Van podcast during oh, Art Jam. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah, it had to do with the Bread Van thing, because it was crazy. Yeah, and for personal reasons, we're really, really sorry. We can't publish the Bread Van podcast. It's not safe. <laughs> On to the next question. This question is from Mohammad Faiz Aquila, and he asks, what does Norman think about the fandom? What do I think about the fandom? <clears throat> In a word, 20% cooler. But anyway, um, to be honest, um, I think they're great because they're a wonderful bunch of talented people that are really talented. Wow, I sound... You don't say! <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, anyway, the artists are really good. The comic creators are wonderful. The song composer are wonderful. And you, how do I put this? The songs that they do are way better than mainstream artists. I mean, you can see a lot of dedication put into these things, can't you? And the best part is not all of them do it for the money. They're not, they're not in it for cash or for fame or, you know, they, they like to give back to the fandom because they just love the fandom. They love ponies, that's why. Yeah, true. <laughs> true that. So, Tash, you got a question for me? This question comes in from Muffeter. Do you plan to expand your pony merchandising to other products besides pins? Um, what about them shirts? I'll be sticking to pins because those are popular. As for shirts, um, I'm not 100% sure if I might do it because someone on the MBS member group has already started the idea, so I don't want to disturb that idea. So maybe I'll just support him with that idea. I'm just wondering, couldn't like all the MBS bronies come up with like a collective thing and start 
crafty things together. I'm sure there's more than a few people in MBS who can make like interesting pony bows or something like that. Mm, yeah, true. Um, I think we need to start something like that. I mean, not many of us are going to do it. Maybe we don't think that we're talented enough, but I'm sure that we might try to gather a bunch of people to do some pony swags for MBS. Yes. That would be really fun. The motivation to do it. Most of those bronies out there already currently are very motivated because they're part of a fandom and they're giving back to the fandom. So, yeah, that's the kind of motivation that we should expect in a way. But of course, you can't force people. We have a next question from Derek Lim. So, this is going to be very philosophical. Why is every Boroni so friendly? Velociraptor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an appropriate meme here. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll try to make it short. Why is every Boroni friendly? Because of the show. It promotes um, friendship, kindness, and honesty, really. So, when you watch the show, you feel happy inside. You try to copy what they do being nice, being friendly, and not being mean, or not being a gilda. Why every brony is friendly? Because, well, they try to copy the show. Well, that's my lame idea, really. In reality, why? I got no idea. I believe something behind this is that the show talks about friendship, and the reason why bronies are so friendly is because we can, they can relate to it. Otherwise, you know, you watch the show, you don't gain anything from it. What's the point? We watch MLP because we have something to gain from it. I don't know. What's your take on it, everyone? It's a really, really broad question. I think it's like a matter of practice what you preach sort of thing as well with, like, like you guys were saying with the reason why we got into the show, that sort of thing. Like, you should take something from it and that's like one of the lessons from it, isn't it? Like, you should treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah. And then we write a letter to the princess. <laughs> well, in this case, you write a letter to the MBS show at gmail.com. <laughs> And you must remember the carbon copy, Princess Celestia, or you wake up on the moon. Okay, um, next question. So the next question comes from Jordan Hyo Hyo Hyo. Why and how did you like ponies? Hmm, this is rather interesting. And now that I remember, you guys forgot to ask me the four basic questions. Giggity! <laughs> anyway, um, um, why, uh, why and how do I like ponies? Well, long story short, I'm a regular on DeviantArt and I saw some of my regular artists that I watch do pony drawings. So after that, I was thinking and thought to myself, why do people like this show? I mean, it's a show for little girls. Come on, guys, do something more hardcore. And to prove myself that this show is lame, I try and watch the first episode thinking to myself i'll just watch this just for the lols and <laughs> if it sucks it sucks if it's good eh. so i watched season one episode one and thought to myself oh the theme song's not bad really rocking with the electric guitar there and wow animation's cool voice acting is cool and when it came to the end of episode one it says to be continued you magnificent person you you made me want to watch episode two so i did I watched episode 2, thought to myself, oh, this is pretty interesting. I think I should try episode 3. Yeah, episode 3 might suck. Yes, episode 3 might suck. So I watched episode 3. Oh my god, this is good. Maybe episode 4 sucks. Episode 4. Huh. How about episode 5? And later to episode 36. Oh Rinse, my god, repeat. this is awesome. And uh, the rest is history. 
Yes, and repeat to episode one. And that's how Equestria was made. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, let's just go into the remaining three questions since we've already started on this, you know? I mean, come on, you gotta answer them. You're a guest for the week. Me and my big mouth. Okay. Oh, well, come on. I, don't you want to declare to the world who is best pony? Okay, anyway, um, let's go on with the three important questions before we want to start the show. <laughs> so let's go for it. Who is best pony? To whoever who listens to the show, obviously by now you guys know who is best pony, right? Come on. Here's a, here, here's a hint. It's something to do with muffins. Um, well, <laughs> that is one, but... To be honest, main six, really. I'm thinking more of main six. You guys know who I always support in main six. So, come on. It's Fluttershy. She's best pony. (laughs) Fluttershy likes muffins. A new interesting observation. Well, (laughs) that is background pony. I see. And best princess is obviously Luna. Ooh, Luna Republic. (laughs) No. The Solar Empire, you know, since I study right next to Sunway. (laughs) Pun intended. Well, so you guys know who's my favourite pony. Well, obviously, it's Fluttershy Derpy and Luna. Okay. So you have three answers for the question, just like me. Yes. (laughs) Well, actually, you had four, really. You had best uh, Philly. No, I had three. Really? Pinky, Cheerily, and Twist. Oh, you don't have Princess. Uh, If you want to give me, I actually have two more. My favourite Princess Celestia and uh, my favourite... Not in the show (laughs) would be surprised. (laughs) Because <laughs> you're such a hipster that way <laughs> Shout out to you Zach Morris If you happen to listen to this episode You're awesome Okay anyway um, On to the second uh, question If you guys can remember hmm? Yeah okay What's your favourite episode? <laughs> you remember hmm. Anyway uh, my favourite episode That's easy That's Lunar Eclipse Ah oh. hmm, you know, Best princess isn't there And come on of course You expect us to remember We've been co-hosting the show with you you drillers and doghead, you should be proud of us. Yes. Pet on kids. We pay attention to things like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not the type of bronies who go, mmm, ah, yes, mmm, yep. <laughs> well, I'm glad. So, um, for season one, my favourite episode would be Sonic Rain Boom. That's an obvious one because it's 20% cooler. And for season two, it would be Lunar Eclipse. And Lesson Zero. Oh, Lesson Zero is awesome. Ah, Why not? Because you can see Fluttershy pitaliting a bear. The thing is, I don't understand... I really don't understand why. Until now, no one has stated that they like the season finale of season two. No one has listed that as their favourite episode on our show. Because that one's cheating, really. That one was... That episode... Undeniably awesome. Yeah, because that episode is Celestia tier level. Yeah. So, to say that would be cheating. Yeah, true. I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I mean, Although, I would uh, say that episode, but it's cheating. So I go with the less obvious one. Yeah, and a lot of people, after watching that, they actually switched their favourite character to Cadence beca- or Chrysalis in the matter of Calvin Chu. <laughs> you know, because they just like the new princesses and queens and, you know, I mean, Cad- I mean Cadence, she's just pretty, she's really cute, and uh, Chrysalis is totally badass. Can we say uh, Chrysalis? by Kathleen Barr, who's also the voice of Trixie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but can we call her... Prince, uh, sorry, can we call her a pony? She's more like a bug. She's a ruler. I mean, not really. Oh, not a bug. She's a, a, a boss, an administrator or something like that. I mean, like a boss. bug. Look at those, look at those wings. She's, she's a fairy. Totally. Cool. <laughs> uh, those Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fly with holes in your wings? Magic. She's awesome the magic like of it. She's awesome. Like no, that. but that's Pinkie Pie's job. Pinkie Pie's job is breaking the laws of physics, not her. But she can blast off like, you know, Team Rocket, so <laughs> that's even better. The third question, if you guys remember. You know, okay, we done the third question just now, so let's skip to the final one. 
How do your parents, friends, and peers react to your love for the show? Well, where do you want to start? Parents or friends? Parents. Okay. Let's go with parents. Okay. Um, my parents are actually cool with it. Well, you have obviously my mother who first says, "Ain't this show for little girls?" And I said, "But it's good." End of story. Watch it. And then she did. Uh, season one, episode one and two. She said it was okay, but I must show her more. Oh. <laughs> and my father, he loves my derpy shirt. He Aww. says. It looks cute. And um, here's a funny thing. I let my parents listen to episode one of the MBS show. And my father said that, wow, this is good. And that was episode one of MBS show. We have non-brony listeners. Well, if you guys listen to episode one of the MBS show, that was sarcastic. <laughs> well, it was a good start, I would say. I've heard it. It could be better. But episode one is always the flagship, the legacy. It begins in episode one. So basically, your dad heard episode one and was like, son, I am proud. <laughs> yes. Yes. And for my friends, well, let's just say I'm luckier than most bronies out there. One of my friends, I'm trying to convert slowly. But the thing is, he only understands a little bit of English. So it's going to be hard for him to fully get some of the jokes. So I'm trying to get some Chinese subtitles for the Pony episodes. Oh, we could just dub the show. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I think the Taiwanese Bronies have something to do with that. <laughs> shy, shy. I think, uh, I think we've seen a lot of that. My Little Pony in Chinese. I mean, okay. if the show comes from... If the show is going to be airing in Taiwan, then, you know, we can unlock a whole new audience here. True that, but they only speak Chinese. Still, yeah, let's um, Google Translate. For our show? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, you know, if you want to socialize with Chinese bronies. I mean, no. We can, our show, we have to speak Chinese then. <laughs> My MBSO Chinese edition, you know. Um, the, if that's the case, somebody needs to flagship that one because I'm I'm out of that one. <laughs> I can speak I'm, Chinese. I'm a total banana here, sir. Oh, we have Chinese bronies. No problem about yeah. that. Okay, and then um, I got one more friend. He's neutral to it. He likes some of the fan work and he thinks some of the animation and music are good. And on the other end of the spectrum, I have one who thinks the show is really bad and asks me why I watch it. And he does concede to saying that, huh, animation's good, but I'm not into it. Denial. Yeah, well, <laughs> doesn't really matter. So I have all three spectrum of the Bruni fan... Uh, what is called? How do you call it? Bruni fan... Fanon? No, yeah. fandom. Not really fandom. Friends with bronies kind of deal. Like, you have one, your... Sorry. The complete brony experience, you can yeah. say that, you know. Because you have friends from... I mean, definitely, you know, you can't deny it. All of us have that one friend who probably thinks we're gay. Anyway, that covers the four big questions. Ooh. Let's move back on to, you know, questions from the fans. We have um, we have one last question from Daniel McKenzie. Daniel McKenzie is um, from the Asian Bronies Hurt. And he would like to know, you know, what would you like to see in Season 3 that the first two seasons didn't have? Okay, um, I'm going to spoil things because I know Tara Strong personally on uh, Twitter. And she told me that, guys, come closer, come closer to the mic. Uh-huh. Or to the speakers. Uh-huh. Or if you're wearing headphones. Uh-huh. Season 3, they're going to have more cute. Yeah, you heard it from Yay! me. It's going to have more cute. More and, cute. and, 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 spoiler, spoiler, more ponies. Oh my god, no way! Who the thought? More ponies for everyone, yes. Oh, oh, and here's something you don't know. Dragons. They're going to be dragons in the show. Whoa, cool. Oh, like like baby dragons? Could be, could be. Crackles is best dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Crackle. Okay, but honestly, uh, sorry for doing that, but honestly, 
I would like to see more development from Scootaloo. And I would like to have a song for Applejack. And I want to have... Hmm, who do I want to have? No pressure, Daniel Ingram. We just, you know, we just want to hear an Applejack song. That's true. And yes, I just remembered. I want guest stars to appear on the show. Um, who we do have I John want? Yeah, he's coming. He's a confirmed coming back person. That's, he doesn't count. I want somebody new. Here's what I want. For season three, if it's all possible, I want Weird Al to be on the show. Whoa. Weird Al Yankovic. Because it's possible, because he and William Anderson worked together before. Mm. So it's all possible. So um, I think... William Anderson, you need to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. So I think that covers all the questions. So I let's mean, even in, after... No, I mean, this doesn't need to be in season three, but you know, I really hope because a lot of these production people have pony sonas. Some of them, they designed it themselves, like Sabrina Albergetti, and some of them have other people designing it for them. They should really make an episode of themselves, you know, just featuring their own pony sonas. I don't know, I think it'll be fun. But what I don't... If- what if the background ponies really are their pony sona? That happened. To, that happened for Sipsi Albergetti because that's she put her own pony sona in. But others, well, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think so. She put her. She put that in. She's a storyboard artist. She no, but she storyboard. didn't put that in because you know, last minute they can change. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I got no idea how or why, but. Hasbro greenlighted her pony sona into the show. Fan love. True that. Because, you know, I don't think the demographic audience being six to eight-year-old girls will be on DeviantArt. <laughs> given, <laughs> given that it's not very reputable for constantly having safe content. True, indeed. You, you, you don't know. I mean, kids these days, you know. True that, true that. Facebook. Yeah. Let's move on to the next topic. Email time. And in this week's email time, we got no mail. I think Derpy missed our mailbox. Wait, Derpy, you didn't do your job properly, did you? I just don't know what went wrong. Well, I think that's it for this week. If you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at mbsshow.gmail.com. And you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Norman Sanzo. I'm at St. Pinky, S-T-P-I-N-K-I-E. I'm at Tasha Irina. You can find me under the show notes as well. (laughs) And I'm at iSky22, A-I-Z. All right. So, if we don't have any more questions for me, I think we can end the show. And yeah, if you want to listen to us on iTunes, you can just go head over to the show notes, click on the link. You can subscribe to us with any iTunes program for Windows, for Mac, for iPod, for iPad. And also, if you have the application on your phone, you can subscribe to the podcast by going over to the iTunes app, searching for The MBS Show, and you'll find us on the first result. I forgot we have an iTunes account. Yay! (laughs) Well, get used to it because iTunes is here to stay. Well, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Take care, everybody. Ciao. Now the hour has come at last. The soft and fading light has crossed the west horizon and has bidden us good night. And what a lovely night it is to walk a moonlit field to see the softer shades that are by starlight now revealed so why is it that now when all is quiet and at rest when candles glow and all the world is at its very best the ponies of Equestria should lock themselves away to shun the moon and wait instead for sister's sunny day. <laughs>
Why should they adore me? Is it not within my right? I'll not be overshadowed. Mine is not the lesser light. I've waited long enough now for them all to come around. And though the sun may plead and threaten, the moon will stand her ground. And all will know the wonder of my darkened jeweled sky when all the world is wrapped in. 